Hey, it's Nick Jenkins, and welcome to Happy Hour Anytime, where we take a moment to celebrate the positive and uplifting stories from the past seven days, as heard on 95.9 The River's Happy Hour from noon to one. Now, life can be hard sometimes, and it's important for us to remember that amidst the challenges and difficulties, there are still good things happening all around us. So sit back, relax, and let's take a look at some of the most heartwarming and inspiring stories from the past week. From acts of kindness to groundbreaking achievements, these stories are sure to bring a smile to your face and a sense of hope to your heart. Here's to spreading joy, positivity, and good news. Let's get started. All right, we got to start happy hour here with one of the more incredible stories that I've read about. I'll give you the short version here. Uh, it's all brought to you by RJ Graham Plumbing, by the way. You can find him at rjgrahamplumbing.com. So a 13-year-old kid in Michigan is being called a hero because he used his slingshot to stop a would-be kidnapper and likely saved his eight-year-old sister's life. It is incredible. Listen to Police Lieutenant John Grimshaw with the Michigan State Police breaking down what happened. The suspect had come through the woods and grabbed her, like, hand over the mouth, arm around the waist, and was attempting to pull her into the woods. I mean, he really is the one that I believe saved his sister's either life or from something seriously bad happening to her. You know, for a 14-year-old to see that and to pop into action that quickly is extraordinary. The suspect is in custody. This kid actually hit the suspect once in the head uh, and once in the chest. How crazy is that? Not not only did he have the wherewithal to get out of uh, a weapon of some kind and actually intervene, but he hit the guy twice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, it's incredible. Three different graduation stories making the rounds right now. Uh, First is a 72-year-old guy who graduated college down in Georgia. He graduated from Georgia Gwinnett College with a degree in cinema and arts. His name is Sam Kaplan, and he talked about what triggered him to go to college so late in life. I graduated high school in 1969, and life happened, and I couldn't go to college at that time. I was riding down the highway and heard on the radio that they were offering this degree. The next exit was Collins Hill, so I exited off, and five minutes later, I was registering for class. I've always liked to write. You know, I, I like to tell stories. I thought I could turn some of my stories into screenplays but i needed to have the foundation of what to do don't tell me you're too old to do something don't tell me because sam is here to tell you otherwise oh and a really cool note about that story usually your parents get really proud when you graduate college well his mother was she's 98 years old and was in attendance at uh at her son's graduation ceremony that day meanwhile a mom and daughter in texas just got their degrees together that's a really cool story from Texas today on oh, all get a load of this. There's a new mom in Michigan that walked across the stage to get her diploma last week. And man, she was really determined to do so. Here is Henry Ford College President Russell uh, Cavaluna announcing the situation on stage and Kelsey Hootie talking about graduating and giving birth within a couple of days of each other. This student has told us, I'm going to walk across that stage despite the fact that I am 38 weeks pregnant. He told the whole of everybody, she's dilated, she's 38 weeks pregnant, so we're just going to get her in and out right now. So I was like, nothing's going to stop me, even if I have the baby and have to hold her in my arms. That's just the biggest thing is just don't give up. Like, if you have a goal, meet it. Congratulations to all of those who will be graduating in the next month or two. This is crazy. I love people who have big ideas and follow them through and become successful. And that's what that's what this story is all about. A 65 year old woman in California founded a nonprofit years ago, back in 1997, 
It's called Roots of Peace. Have you heard of this? They go to war-torn countries and remove landmines and then replace them with grapevines, with fruit trees and vegetable gardens. They're heading to Ukraine next, and she just got a big award last week called the World Food Prize. What a great idea, and to have the wherewithal to actually work through all the logistics and make that happen is pretty incredible. And uh, this, too, Starlux Airlines, it's an airline based in Taiwan, had some major delays at the Tokyo airport this month. A bunch of people were stranded overnight, and they got delayed again uh, the next day. But check this out. The airline's CEO felt so bad about it that he flew to Tokyo himself and apologized to everybody face-to-face. Tell me for a second you would see that from a Southwest, an American, a United. I doubt it. I'm not sure I want to fly on the airline because of that, but I appreciate the CEO's sentiment, no doubt about it. Uh, a very weird make-a-wish story here. A 12-year-old kid in Utah always wanted to know what it was like to be arrested. Oh, my gosh. So cops, well, they decided to oblige and make it happen for him last week. They cuffed the kid. They took his fingerprints, took him to jail and everything. The kid said it was a fun experience, but jail definitely seems kind of scary in real life. Yeah, I would think so. Here's an equally weird bucket list story. A 99-year-old woman in England named Annie Duplock has said she's always wanted to be part of a knife-throwing act. So the owner of a circus made it happen for her last week. There's a very sweet video, actually. It's online right now of a circus performer throwing 10 different knives at her. Here is the moment that 99-year-old, soon-to-be 100-year-old Annie Duplock was introduced during the show and had the knives hurled her way. But, she said, I want to stand in front of the knife-throwing board for my 100th birthday. Our knife thrower Tony will attempt not to hit any with knives. Over to you, Tony. How cute is that? <laughs> A retired army veteran named Kevin Bittenbender just ran the Pittsburgh Marathon last week. And what makes it extra special here today and why we're talking about it is because it happened less than a year and a half after his left leg had to be amputated. Here's Kevin talking about what he felt after running that marathon. I was overcome with too much emotion. I, I cried. We cried. Everything was worth it. I thought about the guys I lost in Afghanistan, first and foremost, because every I think every uh, every so often they would come to mind. I could fully attest that I would be a statistical number of 22 if it weren't for hope. Yeah, the marathon was 444 days after his left leg was amputated at the knee. And how's this for supportive? The guy who did his surgery, the surgeon, also trained for the marathon and ran the entire thing right by his side. That's what we're talking about. That's what Happy Hour is all about here on 95.9 The River. Well, a really cool announcement at the end of the Joliet City Council meeting last night. New Mayor Terry Darcy announced that the 4th of July fireworks in Joliet making its way back to Memorial Stadium. After two years over at Joliet Junior College, it'll be the 76th year the fire for, uh, fireworks will be held at Memorial Stadium right off of uh, Jefferson Street, around 52 down there in Joliet. Really cool to see those come back. There's an older couple in Colorado that were just honored for National Foster Care Month. After the last of their three kids left home in 1989, they decided to start fostering. And in 34 years, you're probably thinking, I'm going to tell you a number of kids that they fostered, but you don't know the number. 
In 34 years, they've raised more than 130 foster kids. It's 130 kids that could have gone down a different path. But thanks to these two people, 130 kids given a better shot at life. There's a team of 13 volunteers that rescued a dog that climbed England's highest mountain. He hiked up 3,200 feet with his owners and then decided he was done and wouldn't budge. Uh, fair enough, since he's a fairly large dog, a 73-pound Akita named Rocky. They had to carry the dog down the entire mountain on a stretcher, but he and I assume the uh, rescuers are just fine. And great news for humanity here. Listen to this. Researchers at NASA and the University of Colorado say that all of the dangerous asteroids that we know of, well, none of them will hit Earth, at least for the next 1,000 years. Good to, you know, have that finally official, I suppose. So Otis Taylor is a legendary blues artist who's 74 now, still putting out music, but he never graduated from high school because back in 1966, two months before his graduation, they expelled him for refusing to cut his long hair. How dare he? Here's the good news, though. He went back to Manual High School in Denver, and they finally decided to reverse that decision. They held a special ceremony back on Monday where he got his diploma. Really, really cool video making the rounds online, too. And, hey, has nothing to do with that, but I'm very excited this weekend because two of my favorite shows and movies have something coming out. Number one, a new episode of Letterkenny comes out on the 19th. Very excited about that. If you haven't watched Letterkenny on Hulu, it's probably my favorite TV show on the air right now. It's it's fantastic. There's like 10 seasons for you to watch, so you can binge it. It's awesome. And also, you may not know, my all-time favorite movie is White Men Can't Jump. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever made. I'm telling you, it's my absolute favorite, and the uh, the remake is coming out. I'm very excited for that, too. And I know a lot of people don't like remakes. Oh, don't touch the original. I'm not worried about that. The original's not going anywhere. I'm excited to see what they got coming up. Am I going to like it? I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'll, I'm going to watch it this weekend, and I'll report back. It's 95.9 The River. Two pretty emotional stories. I actually had to compose myself before cracking the mic open here. But get a load of this story. Uh, there's a teacher in Saginaw, Michigan. His name is Brendan Harrison. And he just wrapped out, uh, wrapped up, I should say, his 12th and final round of chemo after being diagnosed with colon cancer last year. They found it. They immediately did surgery, 12 rounds of chemo, and he fought his way through it. And when Mr. Harrison walked out of the hospital, this is what he heard and saw. Not only did his friends and family, but all of his students from school were all there cheering him up. What a moment. If you know anybody or you have fought through cancer and came out the other side, you know how important that moment is. Really, really cool. And get this local story. You may have heard the name Kayla Ubehan. I apologize if I am mispronouncing the last name, but Kayla here, uh, six years ago, was allegedly abducted by her non-custodial mother in Illinois. She's 15 years old now, and she was found safe over 600 miles away from here in North Carolina. Well, do you remember that show back in the 90s, Unsolved Mysteries? And they would have updates if they actually helped solve a crime. Well, Netflix just rebooted that in 2020. You may or may not have known. And it worked again for Kayla from South Elgin. Now, her dad had custody, but her mom took off with her. But after her photo was featured on a recent episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix for just four seconds, someone spotted her in North Carolina and she is uh, is back home. Uh, pretty cool story. Uh, mom is facing charges, by the way, and 
pretty incredible what the reach of Netflix can do when put to the correct uses, right? There's some NYPD cops that saved an emotionally distressed individual. He was about to jump off the Staten Island Ferry earlier this week. The boat was in the middle of New York Harbor when he climbed out of the window and onto the side of it. Well, two cops on the boat saw it happen, started to try to talk him down. They also called for backup. Police boat showed up just in case he jumped. A cop ended up grabbing him before he could jump, though, and they did get him some help. Here is NYPD Emergency Service Unit Sergeant Darian Brooks and Officer Elijah Breyer, along with Giancarlo Gambino, talking about the rescue. This is a first as far as rescuing somebody in distress on the outside of the ferry. We uh, immediately saw the gentleman hanging off the side of the boat. Some people were in dry suits and some people were in rope harnesses just in case he actually went into the water or if he stayed on the ferry. We were prepared for both. My partner reached around me, grabbed me, and then everybody came in. We were able to secure him without any incident. All of your training comes together and you can successfully save someone's life. Somebody who's in distress, it makes it all worth it. Awesome. Awesome. Cops do this kind of thing every single day. Sometimes you hear about it. Sometimes you don't. My job is to make sure you hear about it more often than not. It's 95.9 The River's Happy Hour presented by RJ Grand Plumbing. If you have a happy hour story, let me know. Even It doesn't have to be a police officer saving somebody from committing suicide. It could be something as small as paying for the coffee uh, ahead of you. I would love to hear about it. Uh, email me, nick at 95.9theriver.com. So an 80-year-old guy was in Idaho, and he fell 60 feet while hiking earlier this month and obviously got pretty banged up from that. He broke his ankle, cracked a few vertebrae, uh, but he survived and is now recovering after a group of nearby Boy Scouts showed up to save him. Boy Scouts, that's right. What's their motto? Be prepared? I'm not sure if they were prepared to help an 80-year-old guy with a broken back who fell 60 feet, but it's a good thing they were there. Here's a little fun coincidence, too. This 80-year-old guy who fell and saved by the Boy Scouts used to be a scoutmaster himself. A new poll found that women feel more empowered than they used to. That's always good news. 93%, almost 100% of women say they are proud to be a woman, and 77% said they feel more confident than they did 10 years ago. We must be doing something right on that front. And do you want to be happier? Of course, we all do. Stop holding on to grudges. There was a study done at Harvard University that found that forgiveness leads to lower levels of anxiety and depression. And when your anxiety gets too high and stress gets too high, we all know the impact that can have on your physical health as well. It's tough, but if you can give up on those grudges, you'll live a longer, happier life. And that'll do it for Happy Hour Anytime. We hope that these stories have brought a smile to your face and a sense of hope to your heart. Remember, no matter what is happening in the world, there's always good news to be found around you. So make it a habit to seek out and share the positive and uplifting stories in your own life and community. And share them with us, too, at 95.9theriver.com slash happy hour or any of our social media platforms at 959theriver. I'll be back next week with more good news stories. So to be sure to subscribe and tune in, you can always listen to Happy Hour Live from noon to 1 on 95.9 The River and on your smart speaker. Just tell it to play 95.9 The River. In the meantime, keep spreading joy, positivity, and good news. Have a great week.